Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks for downloading the John Quintero Show On Demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the Radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. This is coverage of Padres manager Jace Tingler's introductory press conference on the home of the Padres, 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back to the 11 o'clock hour. We're going to be heading out to uh, Petco Park uh, shortly. I want to remind everyone, today's coverage of the Jace Tingler's introductory press conference presented by West Automotive Group. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing uh, from uh, Jace Tingler, A.J. Preller. And uh, when I do throw it out, uh, the first voice you're going to hear is uh, from Fox Sports San Diego. Their master of ceremonies today will be Don Orsillo. And uh, we'll, uh, again, uh, immediately following uh, the press conference, Tony Gwynn Jr. is down there, and he will uh, be interviewing uh, Jace Tingler and A.J. Preller, and immediately following that, once we get back uh, with yours truly, we're going to be going until 3 o'clock up until the Gwynn and Chris program today, and uh, we'll open up the phone lines. I'm uh, certain that a lot of you out there want to comment not only on the hiring of Jace Tingler, where the Padres go uh, trade-wise, free agent-wise, uh, what guys they're going to cut bait with prior to Monday when you've got to set your 40-man roster. And I'm sure a lot of people would like to talk about last night's World Series as well because it was a, a, a tremendous series. And uh, we'll get the final uh, ratings. We were talking yesterday with Braden that uh, yesterday uh, that World Series uh, game uh, in six and, and really the first six uh, was at an all-time low. We'll see what Game 7 brought uh, with those ratings a little bit later on today. But we're going to be going down uh, very shortly here to Petco Park. And uh, only two people today, aside from Don Orsillo open it up, only two people are going to speak. It'll be A.J. Preller, the general manager of the Padres, and it'll be uh, Jace Tingler. And uh, then uh, they'll open it up for questions, and we'll carry the majority of this press conference wall-to-wall. And again, it's the only radio station that is carrying this thing uh, wall-to-wall. Earlier today, the uh, Kansas City Royals hired uh, former Cardinal manager Mike Matheny. Uh, That was pretty much... uh uh, a fait accompli a couple of weeks ago. Matheny actually been mentioned here in San Diego briefly, but uh, uh, we're just uh, waiting for Don Rosillo to uh, work to the uh, podium, and then we will uh, throw it to you. And again, uh, Ron Fowler, Peter Seidler, owners of the Padres, as, as you would expect, they are there. And let's head out to the Master of Ceremonies of this press conference and Don Rosillo. Good morning, everyone, and uh, thank you for joining us today on this very special day at Petco Park here in San Diego. Uh, the Padres are very excited about today and today's announcement and to meet our new manager. We would very much like to thank all of you for being here today. We'd also like to thank our special viewers who have joined us from Fox Sports San Diego, the MLB Network, our listeners on 97.3 The Fan, and of course, Padres.com. We're ushering in a new era of Padres baseball today as we introduce the newest manager of the San Diego Padres, the 21st manager of the Padres, Jace Tangler. Alongside Jace on the stage this morning is Padres Executive Vice President and General Manager A.J. Preller. When we begin, we'll have opening remarks from A.J. and we'll follow with a few words from Jace himself before we open up to you uh, the floor to take some questions. So at this time, A.J. Preller. Thank you, Don. Uh, Jace is joined here today. just want to recognize Callie, his wife, Gabe and Gio, his boys, and Diana and Steve, his parents. Thank you guys for, uh, for being here, and welcome to the Padres. It's about, been, about a month or, been about a month or so that we started this process, and there's clear marching orders from Ron and from Peter. Uh, we, we feel like we have a talented group of young individual players and looking for a manager that can turn that group into a world championship caliber team. Uh, we sat down that first day, uh, about a month, uh, myself, Ron, and Peter, uh, and started to map out things that we wanted to see, characteristics, criteria we wanted to see in our next manager, uh, somebody that can connect with, with individual players, guys that have different backgrounds. Obviously, in a big league clubhouse, you have 25 different individuals come from all different skill levels, all different uh, experiences and different backgrounds, and somebody to connect with those players. 
somebody that those players are going to want to run through a wall for, uh, somebody that, that they're going to they're want to play for, they're going to be proud to play for. You talked about somebody that had knowledge and content. Obviously, a lot goes into the game of baseball. It's a detailed game. It's a highly skilled game and somebody that can transfer that knowledge and that experience to, to our, our talented group that we have right now at the, at the big league level. Somebody that has passion and, and work ethic and energy and you know, through uh, basically just, just through through day-to-day -day experiences can, uh, can transfer that to, to the group that we have right now uh, overall at the big league, uh, the big league uh, level. Somebody that, that when we talk about clear expectations and standards, um, that through their message, through a consistent message to the group, uh, can make it clear to Padre fans, this is the identity of our team, this is what we want to look out and see that our players understand when they walk in the, in the building what, what it's going to take to be a world championship caliber first baseman or a world championship caliber shortstop or a world championship caliber outfielder or pitcher. Uh, and some of it makes it fun. You know, you hear a lot about the grind of baseball. You hear that the season's a grind. Uh, you know, there are moments where we feel that way, but ultimately it's a game, and it's a game that the players have to enjoy it. They have to enjoy being on the field. They have to do it with a smile. Um, and as we sat down as a group, Ron, Peter, and myself, we looked at that, at that checklist and said we want somebody that can check all those boxes. And my first experience with Jace as a player, uh, he was a very instinctive player. And, um, you know, we, we, we always talked about those instincts. My first, uh, first time with Jace, he was coming off the field in spring training, uh, his first day as a Texas Ranger minor league player. And those, those, uh, those instincts were on, on full display. The workout got done. He took his, uh, his baseball pants off, his, his, his dirty laundry and clothes, put it in his baseball bag, and he handed it to our general manager, our current general manager at the time, John Daniels, thinking he was our clubhouse manager to do his laundry for him. <laughs> so it, it was at that moment that me and J.D. looked at each other and said, now this guy's going to manage in the major leagues one day or not. Um, you know, when he got done playing, uh, it was pretty clear that his calling was, was coaching. And I think a lot of that probably is in his blood. His parents... Uh, Diana, Steve, they're Hall of Fame level coaches at the uh, at the state level in Missouri. Uh, you know, Jace's first experience was to go down to the Dominican Republic. Not not an easy uh, not an easy challenge, uh, but he he went down there first as a coach and then two years as a manager. Uh, foreign country, language barrier, new culture, um, but what it showed me is that he was comfortable being uncomfortable and quickly showed that you know, a lot of that you know, that energy, that passion, that knowledge, he could transfer that to players. And that's a gift. Not uh, not a lot of people have that. He clearly possessed that. Um, you know, over the course of the uh, the three seasons he was down there, the program got a ton better. Individual players got better. Guys ended up eventually developing into major league players as, that were signed to 16, 17, 18 year old kids at the time. Um, he built an identity for that group uh, that he led, and he did a lot of winning. Uh, he then was promoted up through the system as a minor league manager as a field coordinator where he was responsible for giving instruction to all levels uh, of a minor league system from rookie ball players up until, you know, triple-A players, guys that have all different experiences. Uh, he became a farm director. He became an assistant general manager uh, and then a major league coach. Um, I think through those experiences what we've seen is the same connection that, that, that I got to see uh, you know, a few years ago, you know, working with international free agents, guys that just signed. We've been able to see uh, him, him connect with all different players throughout a system, guys that are top prospects, guys that are grinders in the minor leagues, guys that are 4A players, guys that are, that are major league veteran, Hall of Fame players like Adrian Beltre, perennial all-stars like Hunter Pence and Sin Chu Chu. Um, you know, that connection that we've seen, that ability to relate, that passion, that work ethic, that energy, that knowledge, uh, he's had an ability to, to reach a lot of different players here over the last decade uh, in his different experiences. The process uh, was very intensive, hundreds of hours of conversation, uh, a, lot of, a lot of time spent looking at the best and the brightest. Uh, I had a chance to sit down and talk with former major league managers, uh, veterans of the minor league ranks, some of the, the up-and-coming minor league coaches, uh, talked to some of the best minds in college baseball. Um, a lot of hours spent talking to, uh, to Ron, to the baseball operations group about exactly what, knowing what we were looking for, but just, uh, exactly what the different candidates brought to to the table, and for us it was uh, it was pretty clear that uh, the checklist that we that we look back on from from day one when we started this process that uh, that Jace was the right person at the right time with the right experiences, and he was uh, you know the person that uh, when we got done with the process was clearly the choice for us as the manager of the Padres. So it's a lot of pleasure. I introduce Jace Tangler as the next manager of the San Diego Padres. 
You're listening to Jace Tangler's introductory press conference presented by West Automotive Group on 97.3 The Fan. Padres wear in 2020. The jersey, however, is from last year's Friday nights. You may remember it. And that is largely because of the uniform unveiling, which will take place on November the 9th coming. Well, right now, Jace Tingler is uh, putting on a, a brown jersey that the Padres wore last year. Got a nice uh, brown cap, but apparently the Padres are going to wear in 2020 a pretty good look right now. And as he's buttoned that up, uh, we'll uh, I'll wait for him to uh, take his seat at the podium. And uh, we'll hear for the first time Jace Tingler. Ron Fowler, Peter Seidler, your ownership group. Uh, thank you for uh, your belief. A.J. Preller and his team, um, I'm excited to work together and uh, appreciate this opportunity. Also want to give thanks to the Texas Rangers and the organization and the people over there. Um, thank you for raising me in this game. Thank you for developing me. John Daniels, um, for believing in me. Um, for helping me on and off the field. Um, I appreciate the, the, the support over the years. Chris Woodward for just being himself, authentic, genuine. Learned a lot under him. I've had so many people in that organization invest in me over the past 14, 15 years. And they know who they are. I want to give uh, a special kind of shout out uh, to Jose Vasquez for investing in me. Our conversations, talking about life, talking about leadership, talking about being a father, a husband, Jose and the group over there, I thank you. <sighs> I want to give uh, Special uh, thanks to Jose Gomez and the Escojito baseball family down in Santo Domingo. Um, you took a chance on me. And to the players and to the members down there, I thank you for opening your arms and welcoming me in to your family. My parents, Steve and Diana, here today. Um, to me, this day is for you guys. It's, it's for my family. Thank you for, for, for raising me um, with great examples in life. Um, thank you for, for being coaches. Thank you for raising me in the basketball gym on the field. Um, but just a loving environment, I thank you. My wife, Callie, boys, Gabe and Gio. Uh, Callie for being the the rock and the foundation at home. And uh, to the boys, please continue listening to your mother. Um, over the past week, I've received uh, a lot of texts, a lot of phone calls, a lot of messages uh, from friends and family. And uh, just know I'm doing the best I can at getting back. But uh, the love and support is felt. To the current players, that have uh, reached out with their love and support. I can't tell you what it means, um, but to the, 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 the players currently playing now, I just want to thank you for allowing myself and other coaches to coach you. To the former players that I've had experience with over the past couple years, and maybe they've been released, maybe they've moved on, um, in different aspects of their life from uh, baseball. Um, but with them reaching out, um, thank you for the love and support. But most importantly, thank you for reminding me why I coach. I cannot wait to move forward. I cannot wait to uh, build relationships. Um, and ultimately, I can't wait to, to be a part of a group that uh, brings a championship to the the city of San Diego. So thank you. Listening to Jace Tingler's introductory press conference presented by West Automotive Group on 97.3 The Fan. We ask that you raise your hand, wait for the microphone. 
State your name and affiliation prior to asking your question. We will begin with A.J. Cazavell of MLB.com. A.J.? Hi, Jace. Welcome to San Diego. Thank you. Um, how do you balance the challenges of being a first-time manager in the big leagues with uh, the goal to win now in 2020? Yeah. Uh, I think you got to draw back on past experience from people that you've seen. And I think the reality is uh, I'm going to have a group around me that, that is supporting that. Um, uh, we're we're going to have people around that, uh, you know, is going to help, you know, through that process. Um, but uh, I've seen managers. I've seen uh, over my years I've had a lot of talks. Um, I've, I've, I've drawn their experience. Um, so I'm probably going to lean back on uh, uh, some of those talks and how I've seen it. Um, and, and also I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rely on a team. I'm going to rely on a team of whether that's the staff, whether that's front office, but, but, but people that have been there as well. Jace, Kevin Acey from the San Diego Union-Tribune. Kevin. I assume you watched the World Series? Uh, a how, little bit, yeah. assume you've seen a lot of uh, – this team that you're taking over, how close or how far is this team, the Padres, from the World Series? Sure. You know, um, I think when you watch those two teams and, and uh, when we talk about expectations, uh, those two teams have championship uh, qualities. And I think those are the qualities and expectations that I think us as a group here are going to demand. From a talent-wise, um, I don't know. I think we're maybe closer than than, than maybe what seem or, or think. Uh, but uh, the way the Nationals and Houston play, uh, they've got pitchers that are ultra aggressive in the zone. They're on the attack. Uh, I see two offensive groups that are incredibly disciplined in the zone. Um, they lay off pitches out of the zone. They battle. Uh, they fight to get barrel to ball and get the ball between the lines. Um, I see groups that are extra aggressive on the base pass, and they play tremendous defense. Um, and to me, and I think to us here, that's championship-level baseball, and that's kind of the expectations I think we're going to be hoping to set going forward. A lot of talk about that you've never managed before. Um, what do you think you bring, and why were you the best choice? You know, I, I, I can't speak on the second part of that. Um, I don't know, you know, who who they spoke to and the other guys out there. I only know really my journey. Um, I've been around a lot of very good baseball men. Um, I've had an ability to connect with players. Um, I may be a little bit new school and uh, a lot of bit old school. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's about people. People play the game. Players play the game. And... Uh, I'm just really interested in working with the staff that can build relationships uh, with players and can push players and hopefully get the best out of them. And uh, I'm hoping if we double down on some of those fundamentals that we've got a chance to be ultra successful here. Jace, Bryce Miller from the San Diego Union-Tribune. You talked about relationships. I assume maybe you've talked to a couple of veterans like Machado and Hosmer. If you have, what kind of message were you trying to relay? Or if you haven't, and when you get the opportunity, what, what do you want to say to those, those guys in the clubhouse? Sure. We've, uh, we've started the, the, the process of connecting. Doing the best I can, um, you know, trying to work, you know, maybe two to three calls like a day. Um, you know, we've got other things going on, you know, in, in, in the process. But I think, like, number one is just um, establishing, uh, you know, relationships and starting to build. And, and uh, I hope they understand, uh, you know, my expectations. Um, I don't expect to gain their confidence because of this title. Um, I, don't, I, I don't expect to have that right off the bat. But I do believe that, uh, you know, I'm asking the group to be open-minded and um, I personally expect to win that confidence over time. And that's by being me. That's by being consistent, being the same person every day. And uh, I look forward to continuing to connect on the phone. I look forward to connecting face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball. And the reality is, is if, if we show up in uh, spring training, and that's the one of the first times um, I'm meeting the group, we're probably two, three months behind. And 
that sure seems a recipe for uh, uh, not something I think we're looking forward to. Jace, Dennis Lynn with The Athletic. Hi, Dennis. Hi. Uh, you, you mentioned being a blend of new school and old school. How do you see analytics playing into your role as a manager in 2019-2020? How do you see that going forward? Yeah, I'm. Uh, look, I, I believe in information. Uh, I believe in, uh, you know, if you got 25 guys, if you got 40, 40 guys on the roster, uh, the reality is, is there may be 38 different ways to connect to that, you know, each and every individual. I, I've studied analytics. I like analytics. I like sports, technology. I like science. Um, and it's all can add value to the game. Um, I think this game is played on uh, uh, fundamentals. I think it's played with discipline. I think it's played with energy. I think it's played with passion. Um, and so uh, I think once we get to know one another, um, finding the best way individually and collectively as a team, uh, we're open to information but information that makes us better, not information that is overloaded and maybe clouds or creates fog. Uh, what we're looking for is clarity when we're talking to our players um, and trying to uh, develop some blueprints for, for ways for them to succeed ultimately. Darnay Tripp, NBC7. Jace, uh, I was wondering if you could just reflect on how much AJ, bringing you to Texas, your time with him together kind of set the foundation for today and how much you've thought about that uh, through the course of this process. The process has been a little bit of a whirlwind. I haven't had a lot of self-reflection time. Uh, you know, the, the, the easy up and down flight from Santo Domingo to San Diego. Um, you know, the, the reality is, is um, you know, AJ and I had a, had a relationship in uh, Texas. He is... Um, has been one of the, the drivers in developing me. And that's the reality. Um, it's also reality that he's been gone or we've been away from each other the last five years. Um, and I think, you know, we, we weren't really in contact. Um, but I think what was healthy was um, growing, learning from other people. And I'm sure, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm sure that was healthy and, and, and part of his growth like as well. Um, you know, you go into the interview process, hadn't really been around each other in whatever it's been, five, six years. Uh, I don't know how he felt on uh, his end, um, but about three to four seconds into our conversation, um, to me it felt like it was 2010 again. Um, I can't speak on what he felt, but uh, that's personally how I felt. Jace, AJ Casavell again, MLB.com. Um, what are the priorities as you look to build your coaching staff going forward? Sure. Um, you know, we're, we're in that process. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're meeting with people. Um, you know, the, the, the bottom line, can you build relationships? And can you impact players? Can you make them better? Can you push them? Um, do you have the heart of a teacher? Um, do you have discipline? Can you show up every single day? Um, that's some of the qualities we're looking for, and they come in all walks of life. Um, and what's been fascinating about the process is, uh, at least for me, is uh, you know meeting people that uh, you know I, I haven't worked with uh, necessarily in the past, um, but getting to know them. Um, I'm enjoying that process, but you know, can you build relationships? Can you push them? Can you make them better? Do you have real knowledge and expertise in your area? I think those are some of the qualities um, you know we'll be looking for. You're listening to Jace Tingler's introductory press conference presented by West Automotive Group on 97.3 The Fan. Um, after the vacancy was open, a lot of players said that communication was key for them when they were looking for their next manager, something they wanted to see. How can you be an effective communicator for them? And then the other part of my question is, what can you bring to the table, even though you haven't necessarily had the same uh, managerial experience in the major league or with playing in the MLB? Yeah, as far as communication, my expectations for communication are high. Um, I think it's a, a, a two-way street. I think uh, if we can both understand a, you know, a couple things, every, it's not going to be perfect. 
um, but we're going to do the best we can at, at communicating with them. Um, I'm not uh, a type of person that sits in his office. Uh, I prefer to be active. I prefer to be out and about. I enjoy uh, genuinely being around players, being around young people, being around players of experience. I just I enjoy it. Uh, what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, quite frankly, I don't want to be in my office much. I want to be uh, in the gym. I want to be uh, shagging in the outfield, and maybe we're connecting with relievers, and maybe that's hitting a fungo with ground balls. Um, I don't know. These things uh, I found to be, they come up. Uh, you don't know when these moments happen of, of communication, but I do believe that if you're out being active, uh, more organic, natural moments are arrived. Um, as far as never managing in the, the, the major leagues, um, look, uh, I'm going to make mistakes. And um, my guess is the players at some point are going to make mistakes, so we already have common ground. Now let's, you know, like go forward. Um, I'm going to have people around that uh, have, have uh, maybe they've managed, maybe they've bench coached. They're going to have all walks of life. Um, I've been fortunate enough the last five years, I've been very involved uh, with uh, the major league team in Texas. And in three years of uh, almost serving as a second bench coach, um, it may not be perfect, but uh, I've managed a lot of games in my mind and gone through scenarios. And, and uh, now the National League is new to me. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think like just establishing a couple things. Like I'm going to need to learn. I'm going to need to grow. I'm going to make mistakes. Um, but uh, I look forward uh, to, to growing from those mistakes and doing it quickly. Yes, uh, I, I mean, my name is Rodrigo Peguero from To The End in Mexico, and I can Spanish. You can answer in Spanish. Sí, pero necesita hablar despacio, no, por favor. No, no te preocupes, es una pregunta en, en ah, español, ¿no? Lo que representa el reto de tomar esta organización Los Padres en tu carrera y la conexión que tiene Tijuana, San Diego con México. Hay tres jugadores mexicanos. Seguro. ¿Qué representa también el tener a gente, en este caso, mexicana en tu escuadra. Sí. Estoy muy, muy uh, emocionado para esta oportunidad. Y la verdad es que uh, uh, estoy en el proceso de aprendiendo español en mi experiencia. You're listening to Jace Tingler's introductory press conference presented by West Automotive Group on 97.3 The Fan. Y venezolano, cubano, poricuan. Uh, pero en serio, uh, estoy muy emocionado para esta oportunidad. Y más importa importante para mí es yo quiero construir relaciones con los pereteros. Y yo sé es un proceso que, que va a tomar tiempo. Hey, uh, Jace. Hey, Jay, how are you? Hey, uh, my name is Barry Bloom. I work for Forbes. Uh, you're the 14th Padre manager I'm going to be covering in my 40-year career as a baseball writer, so welcome. Thank you. Two quick questions for you and then one for AJ. Uh, number one, you, you talked about what you see in a coaching staff. Have you decided are there any holdovers from this staff already that you're going to keep? And then secondly, obviously managing in the National League is a completely different animal without the DH. How do you think you're going to adjust to that? Yeah, I think like we're we're in the process of uh, you know meeting coaches. Um, we, we we haven't made decisions on that. Um, obviously, we're meeting with uh, coaches that were here uh, in the, in the past, and uh, we're meeting with coaches um, you know that have been outside the organization. Uh, the one thing I feel confident is we're going to work as a team, uh, and we're going to you know make decisions that that that's based best on um, you know our players and the organization going forward. As far as the National League style, um, I've spent the majority of, of my time in the American League. I grew up in Kansas City. Um, I grew up a Royals fan, American League. I, I was drafted by Toronto. Uh, I've worked uh, 14, whatever it's been, 14, 15 years with Texas. Uh, so is it safe to say um, I'm, I'm going to need a little bit of help with the, the National League? But I'm a guy that's... Um, 
maybe a little bit different in, in, in the structure of, you know, how we do things. Uh, I prefer to rely on a, I, I like information and I like um, information from our coaches, from our staff. I really don't believe in hierarchy. Uh, so, you know, my goal is as the game's going, uh, sometimes it goes fast. Um, I'm probably going to be drawing on uh, a lot of different opinions and experiences um, in the dugout. And so um, I hope to learn quick and, uh, you know, I hope to, to have some people around with different uh, areas of expertise and different experiences. And uh, I think the, the, the biggest way you combat it is you game plan early, you, you run through scenarios in your head, those things come up. Um, it usually slows down. The reality is the game happens, and sometimes you got to draw it up in the dirt. And uh, having people around with that ability to ad lib as we get going and to be able to be confident and fire ideas my way, um, at least I think that that's the plan going forward. So your bench coach is going to be important. Would you want to have somebody with managerial experience, like a Trey Hillman type? You know that be able to, or somebody who's managed in the National League to be able to give you that expertise. I want good baseball people that can connect with players, can push people, um, and can make them better. AJ, uh, just for one last for you. Uh, you kind of went through this already with Andy Green. You hired a guy who had very limited major league experience. He was a third base coach. He didn't have much minor league experience. Why do you think this is going to be different this time around? Is it your relationship with Jace that that made you decide to do this again? I think I think everything's on the individual. You know, I think the uh, I think maybe the easy thing to do sometimes is when you you make a decision and uh, you know it doesn't get quite the results that you're looking for. Then what you see a lot of times, I think, in pro sports is the team then goes to 180 degrees in, in the different direction. Um, you know, I think for us, like we we understood like what we were looking for and the, and the type of person we were looking for. And again, to, to characterize all all you know first year managers as the same, or all managers that are a certain age group as the same. Same thing as looking at um, you know if you look at hey, every scout that's over the age of sixty years old believes in X, Y, and Z. Everybody's different. And I think we went into the process as a baseball operations team, talking to Ron, talking to Peter with uh, with that understanding and understanding that you know our. Our criteria, we talked about connecting, we talked about knowledge, we talked about passion and energy, uh, we talked about work ethic, we talked about keeping it fun. Um, you know, that, we knew that was going to come in all different, all different walks of life from people with different experiences. And, uh, you know, I do think, like, the fact that, again, sometimes you get into, uh, you know, get into, when you work with somebody, that's probably the, the you know, it's hard to know somebody in, in, until you've worked with them on a day-to-day -day basis in any business. And, you know, the fact that me and Jace have working experience, I, I know what to expect, and, and that, uh, that definitely played a factor in, in the whole decision. Uh, Jace, Lee Hamilton from KUSI. Question about what you inherit, the bigger challenge, pushing the kid pitchers to the next level or fixing all the metrics in the batting order that were so bad over the last couple of years. What do you think is the biggest challenge, and how do you view what you've inherited? Thank you. Uh, let, let me go with the like last piece of that. Um, I think this is a special situation. I think going through uh, the interview process, you had a, a, I met with a group. A, a team working here, and uh, I can't explain where we found common ground, but I think I think the one thing that radiated off is uh, you had a group up here dying to win, like truly passionate to win. Um, the reality is, um, this is this is my first managing job, and I don't think a lot of managing jobs first time when you come into a situation. Have pitchers like Paddock, like Richards, like Lamette, have two defensive or two catchers, one defensively in hedges, upside of uh, Mejia offensively, switch hitter with the cannon. I don't think you run into situations on the, the infield corner with Machado, with Hosmer, with uh, arguably one of the best 20 year olds on the planet in a shortstop in Tatis. Um, upside of. Uh, um, you know, Urias in the infield. We can go through the, the outfield situation, but then you look up and it's uh, arguably one of the best three closers in the game in Kirby Yates. Um, so what have we inherited? 
we've got a lot of players uh, with some huge upside. And in my small beginning phases of connecting with players uh, over the phone, uh, I think they share that, that kind of dying pa uh, passion um, to win here in the city, the city of San Diego. Hi, Jace, over here. Kyle Kraska, CBS Hi, Kyle. San Diego. Yeah. Congratulations and Thank welcome. You. I'm sure you're aware this is a fan base that's been waiting for a winner for a very long time. Many of them are tuned in right now live. Uh, could you speak to them and, and tell them why they should be excited about you as a manager and about this team going into 2020? Yeah, I can. I'm, I'm, I'm very sensitive on, um, you know, speaking to what we're going to do. Um, I'm, I'm just not comfortable um, talking about um, what the plan is before I've had an opportunity to meet the players face to face and have that message. But I can speak briefly on, you know, some of the expectations. Um, you know, I, I believe we're going to have a group that prepares, number one. We're going to have a group that uh, um, works, not just talks, but works. Um, we're going to look for ways to come together as a group. I believe in cohesiveness. I believe in chemistry. Um, and uh, I think, like, for the fans, uh, look, I've, I've got two boys. Um, it's important uh, the way we play the game. It's important the way we prepare. I want to, uh, um, I, I want to see a team that uh, runs the bases, uh, that catches the ball, that throws the ball to the right base. Uh, I want to see a group of pitchers that um, are on the attack, not afraid to get hit, but on the attack. Uh, I want to see a group of um, you know hitters that uh, become disciplined in the zone, uh, that can pressure the zone. I'm not saying we sit up there and take, but I'm saying, you know, we're hoping to have a team that can pressure the zone, move the bat, get the barrel to ball, hit it between the white lines, and run the bases. I want to see uh, an environment that is created to where they're allowed to make mistakes. And if they're aggressive mistakes and they're educated mistakes, probably going to celebrate that. I want to see a group of players have fun. Um, I want that energy radiate, radiating off. Um, I hope, you know, as, as, as these things are talked about, you know, to the fans, um, I hope that's an experience when they have that they can feel that. Um, so that would be, I think, our message. Again, I'm not comfortable, you know, without meeting with the players, you know, face-to-face. -face. I, I think those things are, you know, a little bit personable. Um, but with that being said, that's, I think, kind of the, the, the vision that this group talked about. Ladies and gentlemen, this time, thank you very much for attending. We greatly appreciate it. Congratulations to Chase Tangler. Thank you. And uh, you heard it right here live on 97.3 The Fan. Chase Tangler's introductory press conference presented by the West Automotive Group. And we're going to open the phone lines up. Of course, we're going to have Tony Gwynn Jr. down at Petco Park. And he will interview uh, both uh, A.J. Preller, the Padres general manager, and uh, Jace Tingler, uh, if you're out there, I'd love to hear from you, your thoughts on what Jace Tingler had to say, uh, maybe uh, thoughts on what uh, General Manager A.J. Preller had to say. A pretty good contingent of uh, media down there. You would uh, certainly expect that. Uh, and uh, I uh, will get into my thoughts, but uh, we are going to have uh, Jace Tingler uh, join us here uh, shortly with Tony Gwynn Jr., as well as uh, A.J. Preller. I'm not sure in what order we're going to have them, but uh, you listen to it right here on 97.3 The Fan. Our phone numbers, love to hear from you this afternoon. Again, I'm going to be here all the way to uh, 3 o'clock. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. And uh, as they're uh, wrapping up the Padre press conference, uh, Kansas City's holding one. Uh, General Manager Drayton McLean in Kansas City going to announce Mike Matheny, the former Cardinals skipper, as the new head man there with the Kansas City Royals. So uh, we would imagine the New York Mets have to be uh, getting close, Pittsburgh having to get close, and the San Francisco Giants. Uh, last we heard, one of the leading candidates was our buddy Mark Kotze, who was actually in the studios with us here a couple of weeks ago. So we'll have to uh, wait and see. But, uh, again, uh, Jace uh, Tingler now officially the new uh, manager of the San Diego Padres. Barry Bloom, who we know very well from Forbes, longtime writer here in San Diego, uh, he uh, asked the question about the coaching staff. 
Uh, and any of the current coaches going to be uh, back with the uh, ball club? And they said they're in the process right now. Everything's the process. Uh, the word process uh, played very prominently in this press conference today. And again, when you take a look at this ball club, 70 and 92, they finished in the cellar of the National League West. Uh, it's not going to be just hiring a manager. You need to get some players in here uh, to help this ball club in 2020 if indeed they really are going to be able to compete for even a wild card. I mean, right now I'm looking for a ball club that could at least finish 81 and 81. I think all of us would be pretty excited. I mean, this last year they're 22 games under 500, and uh, I'm still amazed how they finished in the cellar behind Buddy Black and the Colorado Rockies. The Rockies had a miserable year, uh, and the Padres had about a six-game lead with two weeks to go, and uh, they uh, they couldn't even finish in fourth place. So it's been an uphill battle in San Diego, and we'll uh, – well, see exactly what the off season brings. You got the hot stove league going now, so the free agency will open up again. I was made a note a little bit. We were talking earlier today about the roster. The roster does not need to be set. From what I understand right now, the the sixty day IL needs to be reinstated by Monday. So those players need to. Uh, come off the 60-day uh, IL, but the roster does not have to be, the 40-man roster does not have to be set by Monday. I just wanted to uh, correct that a little bit. So the 60-day IL need to be reinstated by Monday, and they'll have a little bit more time on the uh, uh, roster to uh, set that. Also, uh, coming up here uh, shortly, uh, we're going to have that about 11.57. We're going to have uh, this hour's Grand Slam giveaway. We'll give out a keyword, kind of a Halloween theme today. Uh, Braden, uh, as we uh, get ready to go down to Petco Park here uh, shortly, I uh, want to get your thoughts. Anything really stand out to you on, in that press conference with A.J. Preller and Jace Tingler? Oh, he, he's a straight-laced guy, Jace Tingler is, and he looks like he's uh, ready to get the team going and, and focus in the right direction. And uh might be a lot of fundamentals to this Padres team. And uh, I like to you know see that he, he doesn't want to have mistakes play a huge factor and, and have the guys know that they can make mistakes and still be able to uh, – you know, play and not be pressured with it. So I, th- I think that's a big thing. I think it's going to be a you know a good hiring, hopefully for the San Diego Padres. Yeah, his wife was there. His uh, two little boys were there. His mom and dad were there. And uh, you know, he probably hasn't done a lot of media. And uh, he uh, he talked about a variety of different things. But I want to hear what the fans have to say today uh, regarding Jace Tingler. And again, our phone number eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three eight three three two eight eight. 0973. And again, uh, today's coverage of the Jace Tingler introductory press conference presented by West Automotive Group. And you heard it in its entirety right here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, and again, we got Tony Gwynn Jr. down uh, on the, uh, the, the job. Uh, I know uh, AJ Preller doing some interviews right now. Jace Preller or uh, Jace Tingler doing some things, but we should uh, have uh, one of them on here uh, very shortly. And then uh, once uh, we wrap it up from Petco Park, we'll open the phone lines up and uh, we'll get your thoughts on what went down at Petco Park. And, you know, I was talking about it earlier and somebody hit me up on Twitter and Braden, you were involved in this when we were talking about Steven Strasburg. And right now he's got four years, a hundred million dollars there with the Washington Nationals. He's got three days after the World Series to opt out of his contract. And most people feel that he will opt out. Uh, I threw out six years, $180 million. Well, uh, six years, he'd be 37 years of age. If you gave him a seventh year, he'd be 38 years of age. And I said, I don't know if that's really good business sense if you're the San Diego Padres. And someone said, explain that. Well, I mean, that's a lot of money for a guy that's 31 going on 32. I mean, that's a lot of money to invest uh, and, you know, guys uh, at that, that age usually aren't throwing as hard and they're not as effective as they uh, uh, once were. I mean, you're, you're paying for what they've done rather than what they're going to do. Your thoughts on that uh, as far as Strasburg? Uh, I, I think uh, going to a six, seven-year contract, probably just too much for the Padres. Yeah, it's too many years. It's too many. It's too much money. I, I think they could make a deal that's close to that number, I think, and then maybe get the uh, – I wouldn't say hometown discount, but an opportunity for the uh, home hometown uh, uh, appeal to Steven Strasburg. But again, yeah, the seven-year, $210 million, I think that might be out of the Padres' price range. But who knows? We don't know how much money they got. 
Well, hopefully uh, they're going to have a ton of money and then go out and sign. Everybody, all of us fans would like them to sign. But I want to get some reaction. I mean, people right now, you're kind of sitting on your hands here regarding Jace Tingler. And, you know, I listened to, to, to Jace, and it just sounds like, number one, he's a good baseball guy, but it also sounds like he's the type of guy that is going to be a very uh, 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 working in a concert with A.J. Preller in the front office. It, it doesn't sound like uh, it's going to be a, a one-man band and he's going to hire his coaching staff. I think everything is going to be a group effort. I don't know if that's good or bad. I, I think sometimes uh, more uh, chefs in the kitchen, it's not necessarily good, but you know, I know a lot of other organizations are doing that right now. We'll have to wait and see uh, where it goes. Uh, but, you know, you got to get some players in here. You get some players in, and then we're going to be able to judge this guy. It's like I said, when they let Andy Green go, Andy Green, the first three years he was here, he had a 4A roster. I mean, he had a couple of big leaguers here and there, but for the most part, he had a 4A roster, and he didn't have much of an opportunity to win where you got a guy uh, in his last year with Andy Green – that team just got stale. They lose Tatis. They, they didn't have any veteran pitching. Uh, Garrett Richards wasn't going to pitch in, in 2019. So, uh, you know, we'll see. If they get him tools, he could look awful good. If they don't get him some tools, uh, they could not look all that good. So uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. Again, uh, we're waiting to go down to Petco Park and have uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. Uh, join us. We've got our entire staff down there, Braden and I. Uh, here, along with Rich Herrera, kind of holding down the Ford here at 97.3 The Fan. Let's not get a quick phone call. Daniel and Chula Vista, welcome to 97.3 The Fan, my friend. How are you? Oh, oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I think we're uh, going to be uh, going to, uh, who are we going to have? Uh, Tingler's ready in 30 seconds. Okay, uh, we're going to hear from Jace Tingler here. And again, uh, today's uh, get-together uh, brought to you by our friends at West Automotive Group. Uh, we're going to go to Tony Gwynn Jr., and he's with uh, the new manager of the San Diego Padres, Jace Tingler. Thank you, Coach. I'm here live with new Padres manager, Jace Tingler. Jace, I mean, listen to your press conference, man. It's been, what, 17 years, I think, since we last saw each other. Not a lot has changed, man. You can still command a room. It's um, it's been way too long. First of all, <laughs> and uh, you know it can be a little overwhelming, right? Yeah. Like you, you know, you look up, you see a ton of people, and uh, you know whether you have an anxiety or you know whether you're excited, and then all of a sudden I look up and like we connect eyeball to eyeball, and it's like <laughs> I saw the head. It, it's like oh, you know, it, it, it takes it down. So uh, you know, it's good. It's um, you know, I I get the process, right? Like we got to talk about these things. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, like. I prefer, like, not talking about me, not talking about the staff. Like, you know, I want the players to know, you know, like at the end of the day, like it, it, it's a player's game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we want it to be about the players. But, uh, you know, today was probably more for my family yeah. uh, than I hope it was, like, Got for me. Got to see your mom and dad sitting up it's there. It's crazy. Your wife, it? your two beautiful boys. Yeah, they're they're Henri. They got a lot of his mother <laughs> in them. Yeah. <laughs> Tell, take us through the the interview the interview process. I'm not sure if you've been through one before, but uh, I, I would take this got to be pretty uh, taxing a little bit, right? Yeah, I'd uh, I'd actually been through uh, you know one or a couple like in the past. Um, I think the challenging thing for this was I made a commitment to uh, manage in Escojito, which is in Santo Domingo, uh, Dominican Republic. Um, so uh, through the process, you do the first interview, you go back, you manage. Uh, I got invited into the the second interview. Man, so you're putting up some frequent flyers. So miles, yeah, right? yeah, like we're, we're we're logging in like some some hours, and then uh, as cliche as it is, you know, you go through the second part, and then uh, I was literally on an island. I I, uh, I had no communication with, I, you know, I wasn't hearing. You don't get feedback either, right, right. you know, like you you just sit there and you know you try to stay off the internet. Like hey, that's not healthy. It's whatever. I'm getting calls from. Uh, John Daniels, the 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 Rangers general yeah, manager yeah. and president. Hey, have you heard anything? No, I haven't heard anything. And and so it was it, it was a grueling process, um, you know. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, to get the news the way I got it, and then you know, for this opportunity, it's a dream come true. One of the big topics here in San Diego a after they let Andy Green go was um, at least the uh, the. The thought that the Padres wanted to move in a position of uh, bring a manager in that had some experience. Now, you've managed at the lower levels. You've been on a big league staff. You've been a bench coach before, which is pretty much second in command. 
How are you going to draw from those experiences uh, to help you with a, a relatively new ball club? I mean, you and I both know how it goes. Uh, you, you want to be able to command that respect as soon as you walk in. How do you go about that? It's a, I think it's a process. I think it's all those things you explained. I think it's drawn back on uh, past experiences and and uh, like it, hate it, don't like it. Uh, my experiences are a little bit different. Uh, I've been in the uh, Dominican Republic for three years. I've, uh, you know, m- uh, managed in the States, uh, lower levels. I've been around older players. I've been a, a, an assistant GM. But uh, I think like... I think like all those experiences help you like through time. I think the reality is, is that um, I don't go into day one expecting these players to uh, trust me. Right. Like, earn I, I, I think that's something earned. Yeah. I think it's, but I think it's in all walks of life. Yeah. And, and I think the reality is, is that uh, I'm probably thankful for, look, you're a player, right? Like, what do you do when somebody news comes in? You pick up the phone, you call, call hey, what do you got yeah. on this guy or whatever? And, uh, you know, I may be wrong. Maybe they're, they're they're saying, you know, like who knows, like what they're saying. My point is, like, I feel very confident in, um, you know, who I've been uh, consistent with guys. And, and uh, and I you know, I think like some of those players that are reaching out to the Padre players, I, I think they're coming from a place of love, uh, a, a good, you know, a good spot. Uh, because the reality is, is uh, they've touched my life. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping I've touched theirs. The reality is, is they probably touched me more than, than, uh, or impacted me more than I've impacted them. But I think they know that I've come, uh, I come ready to work, and I come from a place of love. You come from a, a, a family of coaches. Your mom, Diana, your dad, Steve, both yeah. Hall of Fame coaches uh, in, in the state of Missouri. Yeah. Uh, everybody I've reached out to, Prince Fielder, Calix Crab, guys who, who you've worked with hand in hand have said the same thing about you, that you have an, an, a, an ability to connect to guys. How does Where does that come from? Does that come from mom and dad coming from a coaching environment? I Maybe. You know, you, you grow up in the basketball gym. You grow up you know, on the field, that's just, that's what mom and dad did. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can relate to a lot of people, uh, especially in baseball. Um, I struggled a lot. Like, <laughs> I can relate. I, 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 <laughs> the, 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 there's not many. And, and, and so um, sometimes it's just listening. Yeah. Um, but I'm fascinated with people. I'm fascinated with players. They all come from different walks of life and, and uh, I love hearing about it. I love solving problems or being part of the, the, the solution. And, and sometimes that's just listening. And um, I, I, don't, I don't know where that comes from, and I can't tell you how, how humbling it is to, to, to hear players say that because as you go through it, you don't really realize it. Right. Last one before I let you get out of here. I know you're going to be a busy man today. Um, clearly, you want to have a, a strong staff. First time in the National League. And, yep. um, what are you looking for? in that that staff that you you and the rest of the crew are going to build here in San Diego. Yeah. I, I want I want staff members that love players. I want staff members that that can build relationships because the reality is is once those relationships are built and there's trust like on both sides, um, now we can handle with hard truths. Right. And now that we can coach from a place of love and uh, whether it's criticism or whether it's praise um, I, want, I want a group that's not about a coaching group that's not about us. We're about the players, um, and sometimes that's hard. But I do know the one thing: if you don't have trust and you don't have relationships, uh, you got a chance to go south Real when fast, you yeah. deliver, um, you know, maybe a message that needs to be heard. But if the players know that you don't care and it's not about them, uh, that seems like a pretty like uh, bad recipe for yeah. me. Jace, I'm gonna let you get out of here, man. Nice to catch up with you. Congratulations. We got some more catching up to do at some point. We got a lot more to do. Your your uh your smile still as good as it was like seventeen years ago, man. Thank you, brother. All right, thank Congratulations you. Congratulations again. All right, thank you. And uh good interview there with Tony Gwynn Jr. and the new manager of the San Diego Padres, Jay Stingler. They were uh, teammates uh, many, many years ago in the Cape Cod League and uh, we wish uh, Jay Stingler all the best here in San Diego. Uh, we're going to be hearing uh, shortly from General Manager A.J. Preller. We're also going to get you this hour's Grand Slam giveaway keyword here momentarily. But want to remind everyone, today's coverage of the Jay Stingler introductory press conference was presented by West Automotive Group. And uh, right now, we'll give you the uh, Grand Slam giveaway. The keyword today on Halloween is mummy. 
Text MUMMY, M-U-M-M-Y, to 72881 for your chance to win your share of $160,000 in the fans' national cash contest. Message and data rates apply. Good luck from 97.3 The Fan. So uh, there we have it. Uh, first time we've had him on the air uh, in an interview, uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. with uh, Jace Tingler. Uh, when we get to the uh, 12 o'clock hour, we're going to be with you until 3 o'clock today. Uh, coming in two hours early today and want to get your reaction. I would certainly think, Braden, that there'd be a lot of people that would have reaction on uh, uh, Jace Tingler, the press conference, what he said. Uh, did they say, the fans say, uh, hear what they wanted to hear today? Or uh, are there a lot of questions uh, to be asked and still be answered by uh, Jace Tingler and the San Diego Padres? So, uh, And we'll get back into something that I brought up earlier today. Uh, and something Braden and I had talked about on uh, uh, Tuesday and again yesterday, the Padre roster with 51 players right now on their uh, 40-man roster, they're going to have to uh, pare that down, and they're going to have to reinstate those players uh, by Monday. Uh, we're going back right now. Uh, let's go back down to Petco Park. Once again, Tony Gwynn Jr. with General Manager A.J. Preller. Thanks again, Coach. Uh, as you said, I'm here with A.J. Preller, fresh off of a, a new hire here with Jace Tingler. Uh, are you are you relieved it's over now? At least this part is over. Uh, definitely, it's uh, you know it's fun sitting down and doing the interviews and just talking baseball with uh, with all different uh, all different candidates and guys that come from uh, different experience levels and, and different organizations. Uh, but it's it's definitely time intensive and you know you want to give everybody an opportunity to speak. But uh, it's nice to have have the manager in place and now we get moving and talking about uh, staff and, and most importantly the players. Forgive me ahead of time. You're probably going to answer some of the same questions you've already answered. But um, walk us through the process. I mean, you guys let Andy go uh, at the end of the season with about a couple weeks to go. And it seemed as though you guys were at least the perception was that you guys wanted to go in a more uh, with a manager who had more experience. Um, Was that a mischaracterization or did something change along the way as you guys started to go through the process? You know, I think, um, you know, we sat down really the first meeting, Ron, myself, Peter, um, you know, we talked about all different criteria that we were looking for in the next manager. Part of that was experience, you know, and, right. and uh, but, but a bigger part was, again, as we mentioned today, like the ability, you know, the ability to connect, the ability to, you know, knowledge and content, um, you know, somebody that's going to bring like work ethic and going to make it fun for the players and experiences come in all different, you know, it's, it's, it's all different, uh, all different ways that guys bring experience. So we didn't look at it and say, you know, this person needs to, needs to have been, yeah, it has to have been a former big league manager. We want to talk to guys that, uh, you know, obviously have, have accolades and have, have, have big league experience on their resume. Uh, but ultimately, when we came through the process, uh, very open-minded, we looked up and, and felt like Jace, Jace checked the boxes for us. At the be- at the very beginning of the process, how big was the list that you guys wanted to go through? I know you, you spoke on it a little bit during the press conference, but how big was that list? Yeah, we, we started with a list that, that probably was 30, 30 deep or so and tried to tier that up into kind of an A, B, and C group. Okay. Um, you know, thinking that the selection was probably going to come from that A and B group, and then the, the C group was going to have to kind of work their way in. And then it was hundreds of hours of, of, of conversations. Um, you know, a lot of it was to people in different organizations, people in our own organization that, uh, you know, have experiences with, with uh, you know, with, with, with different candidates and, and different people that they think will be successful. And just kind of vetting out that group and trying to get to a manageable group uh, that we wanted to sit down with and interview and, and walk through a process. And, you know, ultimately, you know, ultimately we end up sitting with uh, down with about a handful of candidates and, um, you know, and, and working our way through it. And that that original list, like I mentioned, um, and then the list we pared it down to, it had uh, ranging from guys that had tremendous accolades in the major leagues to uh, to guys that had managed in the big leagues and had been in some different experiences to some guys that were, were the minor league grinder, the minor league veteran coach, some up and coming guys that didn't have a ton of experiences, and then uh, and, and, and talked to some guys in the college ranks as well. Yeah, that was interesting. You, you mentioned you, you, you actually talked to some guys in the college realm. I'm not going to ask you who they were, but um that seemingly came out of left field i i didn't i i don't think anybody expected to hear that yeah again i think just just being thorough and i think i think you've seen that a little bit more in in, in professional baseball right here in the yeah. last few years especially at the coaching level you know i think uh obviously pitching coaches and hitting coaches coming from all walks of life guys are having a ton of you know some guys are having all different all different uh success levels and again what we've talked about as a group is it's, it's just on the individual and we want to look up and, and get an individual that we feel like uh, has a chance to impact and 
And I would Jace uh, very happy with the selection. You dwindled it down to five. What was it about Jace that, that put him at the top of the list? Clearly, you guys have had a relationship. He mentioned you uh, really kind of taking him under, under your wing and showing him the ropes. Uh, what was it about Jace Tingler that, that made Thanks for downloading the John Contreras Show on demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the Radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.